The big question is, how does someone with MS actually improve their mobility, strength, energy, independence, the list goes on. My name is Dr. Gretchen Hawley, physical therapist and multiple sclerosis specialist. Welcome to the Missing Link podcast. Tune in as I share the top strategies and exercises to help you gain control over your life with MS using research-driven insights and advice from top industry experts. Whether you're newly diagnosed or have had MS for over 30 years, whether you have relapsing MS or progressive MS, this podcast is for you. You're sure to feel empowered and inspired after each episode. Ready? Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back, and thank you so much for tuning in. On today's episode, I am going to be reviewing something with you guys that several Missing Link members have been telling me lately, and that is what to do and also what it means if you're exercising but you can't feel your muscles working. One easy way to know that your muscles are working is by seeing movement. So for example, as you likely know, one of my favorite exercises is marching. So if you're sitting right now, marching would be the exercise where you bring your knee up towards the ceiling. So your foot comes up off of the floor in an ideal situation, you have enough strength in your hip flexors and enough juice in those neural pathways from your brain all the way down to your hip flexors so that it lifts. Your foot lifts up off of the ground, your knee comes up closer towards the ceiling, and then you can slowly lower it. So by visually seeing that your leg is lifting up, that is a way to know that your muscles for sure are firing and they're moving and they're working. However, as you may have experienced with MS, it doesn't always lift, regardless of what muscle group we're talking about. You either might have weak muscles and or poor connection in your neural pathways that makes it really, really challenging to lift that leg or whatever movement that we're talking about, in this case, marching. And when you attempt to lift your leg, maybe it doesn't lift at all, or it does, but very, very, very lightly, like barely lifts up off the ground. And those are the cases where my clients and my missing link members are normally asking me, you know, what does that mean? If it doesn't lift or, you know, if I don't see or feel the movement, what does it mean? Is that okay? Is it good? Is it bad? What do I do with this information? So I have a few tricks of the trade for you. So the first thing that I would recommend is to physically touch the muscle group that should be working. This is especially beneficial if you have no movement. So you go to march your leg and it doesn't move at all. That does not necessarily mean that the neural pathway isn't working at all, or that the muscles aren't working at all. They might actually be working, but not enough to the point where you're actually lifting your leg. So the way that you can tell is it actually working or is it not working at all is by physically touching the body part. So in this case with marching, what you're going to want to do is first and foremost, get into the position to do the exercise. So maybe you're sitting up nice and tall, or maybe you are reclined back in your chair, but regardless, 
you tighten your belly muscles, make sure they're taut. And then you try your best to lift your knee up towards the ceiling and lift your foot up off of the floor. So assuming that there's very little or no movement, what I want you to do is get one, two, or three fingers. Usually it's your index, your middle, and then your ring finger. And I want you to place those finger tips on your quad muscles. And this is going to require a little bit of trial and error. At first, I want you to find the crease in your hip. So basically that 90 degree angle between your torso and your hip, that crease is where your hip flexors are. So I want you to start with your fingers in that crease and then move them about maybe two inches down towards your thigh. So relax your leg completely and poke around with those two to three fingers. And it should feel squishy because you're not activating those muscles at all. So poke around, just press down and then stop poking. Keep your fingers there, press down about half of an inch. So not a lot, but press down, keep your fingers pressing down and attempt to lift your leg. And you will likely feel some type of movement underneath your fingers. If you don't, I want you to move your fingers around. So maybe move your two or three fingers, however many you're using about an inch further away, closer towards your knee, press down, attempt to lift again. Do you feel anything? If yes, great. If you do feel something, that means that the neural pathways and the muscles are working and communicating with each other. They're just not strong enough yet for you to actually feel or see rather see the lifting of the leg. But if you're still not feeling it, that's okay. Try a different spot. Maybe move slightly in towards your inner thigh, press down and attempt to lift. Or maybe you move slightly to the outer part of your thigh. We have quite a lot of hip flexors and quite a lot of quad muscles, four quad muscles to be exact. So Finding the exact point is going to be a little bit different for everyone, especially because you might have a certain muscle working more than the other muscles, but that's what I want you to do. Physically touch the area that you want to be moving. This does require a little bit of education. It does require understanding what muscle group should be working in order to perform the movement. For example, let's talk about straightening the knee. This is really important for walking and stair climbing. So if you're going to try to straighten your knee, the muscles that straighten your knee are your quad muscles. So the muscles that you would want to be touching, physically touching and poking are the lower thigh muscles. So the upper thigh muscles without getting too, too much into it, because that could be about an hour long conversation. For the most part, the upper thigh muscles are hip flexor muscles. So hip flexors provide that marching movement, but your quads provide the knee straightening movement. So you'd move your two to three fingers further down on your lower thigh, press down and attempt to straighten your knee. If you feel movement, that is a sign that the muscles and the neural pathway are connected. You just need to get a little bit stronger in order to actually see movement. If you don't see movement, move your fingers around. Again, it's trial and error. Move them slightly in, slightly down, slightly up, slightly to the outside, and just see what's going on. If for any movement you are moving all around and you do not feel anything under your fingers, 
and you do not see any movement, then what this means is that your neural pathways are likely demyelinated to a point where they are not firing and there is no connection between the neural pathway and the muscle. However, have no fear. What we know about neuroplasticity is that through repeating these specific exercises, your brain can actually find a new way to get from your brain down to your hip flexors or whatever muscle group we're talking about. So that's why it's so important to continually practice certain exercises that are very functional for you to do, even if you have little or no movement at all, because through neuroplasticity, your brain actually can find a new way to make that connection happen. That was a very long first piece of that answer. As I mentioned, there's a few different tricks of the trade that I can share with you. So that was one, which was physically touch the area that should be producing the action that you're looking for. However, let's move on. So the second one is to make the exercise easier. So let's stick with the marching example. One reason you might not feel any muscle activation or see any movement is because it's too challenging for you, in which case make the exercise easier. And the best way that I like to do this with my clients is by changing the position that you're in. So when you are sitting, especially if you are sitting up nice and tall with your best posture, that is actually, in my opinion, the hardest position to march your leg in. So one position that you could do to make it easier is sitting, but recline backwards in your chair. That almost always makes it easier. Another option could be standing. And I have a different podcast episode where I go into the different positions of exercise. So if you're interested, you can check it out. That is going to be podcast episode 93. So pick a position that is easier for you. The easier the exercise is, the easier it's going to be for your neural pathway to fire and connect with that muscle so that you can physically feel those muscles tightening and contracting, even if you don't actually see movement. And by the way, it just occurred to me that I didn't actually explain what it would feel like. So what you are feeling for when you are pressing down on your thigh or whatever muscles is muscle tightening. And you likely know what I'm talking about if you tried it and if you felt it, but what you're feeling for is anything that is less squishy. So when, as I mentioned before, if you relax your leg and, and press down, it should feel squishy. But when you're pressing and when you lift your leg, you should feel some tightness, almost like you're making a fist with that muscle. So that's what you're looking for, that tension. And moving on to my third point. So the first trick of the trade was to physically touch the muscle. The second trick of the trade was to make the exercise or the movement easier. And the third and final trick of the trade is actually the opposite of number two, and it's make the exercise harder. I was talking to a missing link member about this exact situation. She is one of the people who actually reminded me that I wanted to talk about this on a podcast episode. And we were talking specifically about glute strength. So that outer hip butt area. And she was saying that when she tightens her glutes, she touches and she doesn't feel anything. And so one thing that I offered for her to try was to make the exercise harder. Oftentimes when you make the exercise harder, 
it requires that your muscles work harder, that they work more. And if your muscles are working more, then you're going to feel it more. So in this case, I was talking to this missing link member about doing one of my favorite glute exercises, which is the seated clamshell. If you are in the missing link, check it out. There's a whole video on it explaining exactly what it is, why to do it, how to do it, you name it, it's all there. And I had said, okay, well, if you can't feel it happening, try putting a resistance band around the bottom of your knees. So almost like you're cinching your knees together and you can either put the resistance band right below your knees or right above your knees. It's going to be a little more challenging if it's right above your knees. And so I had her try that where she has to push out against the resistance band. And then she was able to feel it better because her muscles had to engage more. So my second and my third trick of the trade were opposites. So the type of person that would want to first try making it easier is if you don't see any movement at all. That is a, a probable sign that your neural pathways aren't talking to your muscles. And therefore the easier the exercise, the better, because you can strengthen that neural pathway more. However, if you're the type of person where you're trying to do this exercise and you do see some movement, maybe it's not as much as you'd like, but you do see it, but you're not feeling it. That's when you'd want to make it harder. If you don't have any movement at all, you don't want to make an exercise harder because that is going to cause certain muscles to overcompensate. And then you're not actually strengthening the weaker ones that we want to strengthen. So little bit different situations, but those are the ways that you can start to feel your muscle activation. And it's really important because if you can't feel your muscles, you might assume that they're not working. And you might assume that your neural pathways aren't working when in reality they are. So if anything, using these strategies can provide some hope that you're doing what you should be doing, that it's working. Of course, it's going to take time, but you're at least on the right path. These strategies that I shared today can be used for any muscle group. So I know we were running with the example of marching. However, you can also use this for straightening your knee, bending your knee, your core muscles, your abdominals, your upper body muscles, you know, bending your elbow, straightening. So the same principles can be used for literally any muscle group. I hope you have fun with this. Try it out. Let me know how it goes. And I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to today's show. I am so grateful to have you as a listener. If you'd like extra resources, such as a video of one of my seated exercise classes, my favorite core exercises, and the opportunity to ask me your questions, head to missinglink.com forward slash insider. That link will be shared in the show notes along with links to my social media handles. If you loved this episode and think a friend or family member with MS would benefit from listening, please go ahead and text or email this podcast to them right now. Sharing this podcast will help me educate and empower as many MS warriors as possible. Thanks again for joining and be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Missing Link Podcast.